An ecology PhD student is in Jackson Hole this fall studying winter ticks and their effect on the local moose population. For data collection, he's getting help from some furry friends. K2L's Will Walkie has a story on how the joint canine and human research might help wildlife managers better preserve one of Jackson Hole's most iconic species. Troy Kozer is walking in the brush next to the Snake River in Wilson, surveying the tips of vegetation. The thing he's looking for is about the size of the head of a pin, but that small organism can pack a big punch. There's uh, going to be, you know, 100 to 200 on here. And you can imagine that when a moose is moving through, this is all like moose belly height. Like there, there's a ball there, there's a ball there. Yeah. So they hit several of these little tiny balls at once. But then you get hundreds of larvae on you, and those hundreds of larvae, you know, they're, they're on for the rest of the year. That's what the local moose population has been dealing with for at least a few centuries. Kozer says when pioneers first came to Jackson Hole, they observed winter ticks, as well as moose, elk, and deer trying to rub the bugs off of them when they shed their coats in the spring. They're not having a good time. And you could think, like, if they're spending all that time rubbing, then that's less time eating, that's less time being vigilant. Right? There's, they're just, like, not happy. They're annoyed. And they've got other things to do. It's the hardest time of year for them. And tick populations might be growing, or at least having a different effect on moose as the climate changes in the greater Yellowstone ecosystem. That's what Kozer's studying at Montana State University, and he's working with local biologists to figure out exactly how current climate projections, things like more rainfall, earlier snowmelt, and drought, might affect the unhealthy relationship ticks and moose currently have. We don't necessarily know what, like, how many ticks are bad and if hair loss really leads to, like, death or horrible outcomes for them. We just know it looks bad and we're trying to figure out how bad that bad is. But to accurately track ticks, Kozer needs to find them first, which isn't always an easy task with our limited human vision. That's where Frost comes in. He's like, there's a cage over there. I better go check that out. <laughs> Frost is a mixed-breed pooch whose day job is sniffing out invasive species around Jackson Hole. Amy Hurt is co-founder of the organization Working Dogs for Conservation, and she's helping train Frost to see if he can smell those small tick balls in the field. From the trainer perspective, the work is figuring out how to get the dog to be able to do this, and, and then measuring, like, okay, so they can do it to the best of their ability. Is that ability helpful enough to be put into use? On this recent Friday, Hurt and Kozer have set up a little obstacle course for Frost. There are plant clippings with tick balls on them in wire cages throughout the woods, as well as some cages without any bugs. Chase! Good, job. <laughs> Good boy. The idea is to assess whether or not the dog can figure out which is which. He was starting to put his butt down um, as I click. When I click, I'm telling him that you're right. Hurt says Frost is getting better at approaching plants more gently and detecting tick scents from farther and farther away. Nobody's ever tried to see if dogs can sniff out winter ticks before, so there's a lot of trial and error. But even small signs of progress could have big impact. He knows tick odor, and he knows that he's most often going to find them on the tips of plants. So he's connecting two of the most important dots. If Frost shows he can be useful in the field, trainers can start taking him out for real to collect data. 
and though winter ticks will likely never be eradicated in Jackson, Kozer says it's important to understand the extent of the problem for local moose. Since they're endemic, for the most part, managers don't really want to know how to get rid of them. It's going to be mostly how much money should I devote to protecting our moose, given climate change and what we think will happen with the ticks. Kozer also says his research is shedding more light on just how much stress moose go through every day. From avoiding trucks on Highway 22, to navigating around livestock fencing, to putting up with tiny, blood-sucking parasites. Will Walkie, K2L News.